Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer at Chick with Beats. And entrepreneur, small businessman, Breezy Gibson. We're glad that you're with us today. We've got a show lined up for you. We've got tons of music industry news. Of course, there's going to be Beats by yours truly. And you want to tell them who our special guest is that is returning? We haven't had her on in a while. I'm so glad she's coming back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm really excited because coming to us one more time, to us and all of our listeners, the one and only singer extraordinaire, Miss Oiku Dogen. I mean, yes. hey, we can't wait. We can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, you know, super huge shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Atlanta, Georgia. And, you know, I'm really excited to get to the show. But you know what? Uh, one of the things I should mention before we dig into the official news is that I've got an instrumental album hitting Bandcamp Friday, August 5th, just oh. in time for Bandcamp Friday. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure that you check that out. That is a chickwithbeats.bandcamp.com. Or you can find it, the link to it on my website at achickwithbeats.com. And that is A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z.com. Oh, man, you know, hey, that's big news right there. I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, I, I put some, some love into it for the labor, and uh, I just really hope everyone enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's fantastic news. And, uh... Hey, we're going to do everything we can to get that out there because the peeps, they need to know about it. <laughs> For sure. All right. So without any further ado, let's just go ahead and get right into it. How about it? How about that? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go.
back with music industry news. You may have heard, especially if you're a subscriber, but Spotify has raised the flagship premium price in the U.S. Other markets will be following pretty soon. And so the individual subscriptions are increasing by a dollar to $10.99. And this is the first time that they've ever done it. And, you know, most people say it's been kind of long overdue, probably except for the people paying for it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's they've been trying to become profitable. And they typically say that that's the reason why they can't afford to pay artists more is because, you know, they're not bringing in enough money. So, you know, we haven't heard any talks about those royalty rates increasing. Matter of fact, we know that they're fighting the recent increase that did get approved. But, you know, theoretically speaking, if they keep making these adjustments, then there's no excuse. But at the very, very least, artists should be able to get a penny per stream, wouldn't you say? Man, you... don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. You know, yes. To answer your question, yes, I do agree. Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of like a two-parter because shortly after they announced that they were going to be raising the prices, um, they announced that their premium subscriber base grew by 10 million in the second quarter to reach 220 million paying users. So we're not talking about using the free Spotify where you get the weird ads in between or... You can't select the exact song you want to listen to from the album. You kind of got to do the whole shuffle thing. No, 220 million paying users as of the second quarter of this year. So they're, the company's total revenue, which includes both premium and ad supported, reached 3.450, oh, I'm sorry, 3.5, about 3.5 billion in the second quarter, which was up 14% compared to the last year. They're bringing in 3.5 billion almost, and yeah, yet yeah, artists can't get a penny per stream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to harp on it too hard because we do uh, use Spotify for podcasters uh, to bring this show to some people after it airs uh, <laughs> on the stations, but man, I mean, yeah. Like that might be a whole nother episode, a topic for another time. But hey, they're making some steps into the right direction. Hopefully that will trickle down to the artists who are actually providing the content for them to be able to make the money, right? In full agreement. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it right there. Yeah. All right, Warner Music Group and TikTok have inked what they're calling the first of its kind expanded licensing agreement. And, you know, the app's actually trying to grow its upstart streaming service. We talked about TikTok music, oh, what, a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. And so the joint press release that they shared said that it will create new revenue, marketing, and insights opportunities for Warner's artists and songwriters while deepening the engagement with TikTok's huge audience of passionate music fans. So the deal includes TikTok's new streaming service in foreign markets and CapCut um, and TikTok's video editing sister app. So, uh, I'm sorry, that is what Cap CapCut is. But speaking of TikTok music, they're also expanding to Australia, Mexico, and Singapore. So a couple weeks we shared that um, they launched in Brazil and Indonesia. So they're already making strides to just keep rolling it out to these 
uh, other markets. And so for right now, the new ones, it's opened in what they're calling closed beta among a group of volunteer users. So the test participants actually get a three month trial of the subscription only music service to kind of give them feedback of you know what they think works well or what they can improve. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, hey, you know, it's always good to send feeders out in different directions, you know, depending on what um, business you're in. Sometimes they refer to as spiders, you know, you send spiders out and they do a little, little legwork crawling to uh, find the uh, opportunities and then come back and report back, you know, what they found. But, um, hey, you know, growth is growth. And, uh, you know, if they're moving in the aforementioned countries that you just brought up, then Hey, that, that's some legitimate and definite growth right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially because a lot of times when you're reading these stories, they refer to them as emerging markets. Supposedly, according to most you know research, they claim that the U.S. is the largest music market. So that's why, you know, a lot of times artists want to kind of get on our charts so that way they do better back home. But, I mean, when you put all of those markets together, they have way more power than the U.S. And so the fact that they're actually introducing it to these areas first before even bringing it to the U.S. should tell you something, right? And we were just talking last week about how uh, the English language is kind of decreasing in popularity in the charts. So, you know, the world is becoming more, you know, not to use that old term, but a little more flat as far as that. Uh, goes and I, I don't mean in real life people I'm not a flat earther but as far as making sure that everybody's kind of got equal parts everybody can hear music from everywhere I mean the, the spectrum is widening it's broadening because I mean in comparison to the rest of the world the U.S. is pretty small so this makes sense to me and you know hint hint if you're one of those artists that you know just kind of focus especially u.s artists that just kind of focuses on home the world is much bigger than your neighborhood much bigger than your block much bigger than wherever you are so make sure that when you're making music you get it to where the people are and where people might want to listen so you never know i mean you could be in what small town similar like kalamazoo but it could be somebody in rio that wants to rock with your music so make sure that when you're getting this distribution you can get in all these areas and vice versa yes 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 and uh nothing worse than um a person having a uh, having small vision mm-hmm. okay nothing worse than that when you know if they just uh, open their eyes wider and, and get a larger vision of what's going on as far as people being in other places. Uh, you know, that could be very, um, it, it, it can increase revenue, it can increase profits, mm-hmm. it can increase earnings. Okay, if they, they, <laughs> they're having a problem understanding where I'm going with that, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if you think about some of the social media posts that you see where people are complaining, or maybe there's memes saying, you know, such and such in the, the cities always blacked out. So there was something else that was there before somebody adds their city talking about how people don't support them. So it'd be like, I don't know, Bucktown artists don't support other Bucktown artists and, and Springfield artists don't. And it just keeps going and going. And, you know, it's like, OK, well, while that might be frustrating, if you feel like you're not getting the support where you are, go where you can get it. 
And a lot of times that's when the hometown starts to take more notice is when people outside of the home say, hey, this artist is pretty good. So, yeah, just think bigger than wherever you are. Um, If you feel compelled to make music, that means that there's somebody that needs to hear it. So just keep going until you find who those somebodies are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, By all means, because there's a lot of folks who have started out with their with a creation and um, got no support Mm -hmm. locally, Mm -hmm. got no support locally at all. And so, you know, they found long distance support and uh that's what got them off the ground so mm-hmm. yeah understanding uh, completely what you're saying yep. and uh speaking of finding support odyssey um, has announced launch which is a new music discovery program for emerging artists and so they're gonna use their multi uh platform to try to help those artists reach people who will enjoy their music so they're using a combination of broadcast and digital airplay. Um, they said that they have on-air artist vignettes, digital editorial, and um, engaging social content. So they're doing what they can to uh, kind of spread the awareness of different emerging artists. So, so far they have people picked out uh, for some of their plans. They're doing specific genres right now, but they intend to kind of increase it and add on. So definitely something to kind of check out or if you're one of those people that, you know, you might be looking for new music, you might want to follow Odyssey and um, see if you can catch some of these rising stars. Maybe you could even collab with them and kind of increase your audience. See, free game right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strong stuff right there. Say that twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. These uh, last couple of stories um, just kind of highlight some of the trends that are going on. And as we've mentioned before, it's always good to be aware of what's happening on the larger scale. So that way you can figure out, you know, where to shape your focus as you're working towards your career. Um, so first thing, Band in Town passes 80 million registered live music fans and 589,000 artists. So that's a lot. And so if you're looking at that more closely, it was an increase of 10 million in the last year. So that's reflecting that people who are passionate about live music are returning to shows in record numbers. So now they're they're signing up so that way they can find out where the bands they love will be performing so they can get there. And we were just talking maybe about a month or so ago about um how Ticketmaster was saying yeah we can actually afford to charge these prices because people are going to make cuts elsewhere because they want to get to those concerts so yeah that's definitely something to be aware of and notice that you know people are hungry for this right now so if you're thinking about doing shows now is a great time to get back out there and do it or um if you're an artist that doesn't use bands in town then maybe you want to because you might have some super fans out there that are actually trying to get to see you wherever you may be as well so hey it's a big trend that's going on people are ready um, they've missed doing the live shows people are finally getting back into the swing of things after you know quarantine and all that so hey um yeah definitely take advantage of that information and figure out how to apply it where it'll work best for you Yes, yes, you know, and and uh, we touched on the fact that hey, tis the season right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and having said that, 
that trickles all the way back down to no matter who you are in music and where you are in music uh you got to put in the work uh, uh, to practice yeah. okay you got to stay practice ready because keep your chops up you never know when you get a, an email or phone call uh, requesting you to come on and join this this performance right here and uh, if you hadn't been practicing if you're not chops ready you know that could be an embarrassment so you know you got the very minimum you mm -hmm. got to practice and keep your your stage presence ever ready right yes yeah. yes especially if you're a rapper make sure that you know your lyrics because i promise <laughs> you no one wants to hear you rapping over your lyrics get the performance track it's okay to have some ad-libs yelling in there and the, the chorus or the hook but yeah like he said stay sharp brush up on your lyrics nobody wants to hear you rapping over a song <laughs> right and i i recently i saw someone rapping to their cell phone i mean when i say that i'm talking uh, about getting the lyrics off their cell phone mm -hmm. yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah nobody wants that so yeah brush up on your game um because people will remember those performances so even if they're a fan of the music if you don't have a good live show a lot of times people will share things that they're not happy about a lot faster than things that they are so uh yeah you don't want to taint your reputation that way no <laughs> all right uh okay another tidbit a statistic that is very useful to know 15 percent of the general population in the u.s are super fans so what that basically is, the U.S. market monitor Luminate defines a superfan as a music listener that's older than 13 and engages with an artist and their content in multiple ways, whether that's streaming, uh, social media, or purchasing physical music or merch and attending live shows. So according to the report, superfans spend 80% more on music each month than the average U.S.-based music listener. So the physical music buyers of vinyl, CD, or cassette tapes are more than twice as likely to be music super fans. So you know what that means when you're out there doing those shows and you're paying attention to the person that's like, ooh, I want this shirt you got, or oh, when we have the vinyl, let me get this CD. There's a chance that that person will be way more engaged than anybody else that might just follow you or give a like to something that you post. So that can kind of let you know, I mean, be appreciative of all your fans, but uh, make sure that you're paying attention to what your potential super fans uh, may be looking for from you and make sure that you engage with them because those are the ones that are kind of going to carry the rest to you. So yeah, definitely a helpful tidbit. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, all in all agreement with that. Um, no messing around, gotta get it, gotta get it. Yeah. All right, and that does it for this week's music industry news. Hang tight, because we're going to pause for the cause really quick, and then we'll be back with our special guest, this Oiku Doken. Yay! Yeah.
Hey fam, this is Breezy Gibson from the Breeze Team. How would you like to see an online platform that brings you people who've already indicated that they're interested in your particular type of business? Whether it's your music you're selling, hip-hop clothing, you got a restaurant or a cafe, or if you're an entrepreneur or agent for a business, visit me at breeze2cheese.com. That's using the number two, breeze2cheese.com, or click my bio link on my Instagram profile to see a live demo of how this can help you get more customers and make more money. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's achickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K, W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. Oh, man, you know, we are just excited. You know, we stay excited here, but with good reason and great reason. Because today, we are joined by a young lady who is touching a lot of folks in a lot of places all around the globe with her talents, with her personality, with her uh, sound. And um, so I guess without any further ado, we're not going to steal any of her thunder bring her right to you right now the one and only incredible oiku dogen miss dogen are you with us wow what a lovely introduction (laughs) (laughs) thank you i'm super excited yeah well uh, thank you for your comment and um but you know an introduction it couldn't be any less you know for a guest like you it couldn't be any less than what it was even maybe more so, uh, so yeah, thank you for taking your time to join us on this day. Um, now, um, a, chick, a chick with beats and I, you know, we're familiar with you, but we may have new listeners that aren't. So in a nutshell, can you share a little bit about uh, who is Oiku and ju- just what is she about today in this year we're in right now? Um... I'm a singer-songwriter. I, I'm based in Italy, but I was born in Turkey. Um, I have released different albums and songs in the past, and I keep doing it because music is the um, is my life. Yeah, it might seem cheesy, but it's the truth. Um, I'm also a composer and also a jazz pianist. I mainly focus on pop and indie music for my singer-songwriter career, but I love to try also different styles. Um, Yeah, so this is like the short version of what I could say about myself. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) At least what you think about that? I mean, I just think it's a wonderful thing uh, to have so many talents and uh, be able to exercise them in the manner that you do. Um, is there, would you say, maybe someone or something that inspired you to be a songwriter in addition to being a singer? I think my songwriting and composing instinct came even before singing. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, I was singing even when I was a baby, I was inventing melodies, but 
I started playing the piano when I was five and as soon as I was able to play some melodies and things, I started composing. So it came before. And then, of course, I always loved singing, but I started to take it seriously later. I was in children's choirs and everything, but um, as an actual singer, I think I started when I was a teenager. And then I started writing lyrics when I was a teenager. So yeah, it was like this, the timeline of it. Very Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote my first song with guitar, which is really ironic because I always, I'm actually very good at pian playing the piano, the guitar. I only played for a few years. So, but I think it inspired me to start writing lyrics and start writing songs. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> incredible. Don't you think, Reese? Yes, you know, when, when I, I think of, you know, such a, a ball of of um incredibleness that we see in you. And um <laughs> now that we hear you speak again, um <clears throat> there's a lot of of talent inside um that is just boiled up all into one ball, you know, going from going into different directions as far as the singing, as far as the the writing, as far as piano, be, you know, being a pianist at a young age of five uh, on guitar and this, that, the other, you know, you're a lot of times super big things come in small packages. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> well, I mean, I appreciate all these amazing things that you're saying about me. Um, yeah, I think I've always been very open-minded and I always love, you know, also in not, uh, in a normal day, I love multitasking. And I think this also affects how I view the music. So I love different genres. I love doing different things at the same time. I don't like to limit myself just with one thing. I love to discover um, new things, different things. And yeah, in the past, maybe, I don't know, some teachers or producers, they always told me to just choose one path and go with it. <laughs> but that wasn't me. So um, I'm so glad that in the end, I listened to my instincts. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of times when people can't see the full picture <laughs> you know like maybe their particular vision is narrow a lot of times they kind of try to inflict that on others but everything that you said has just pointed back to the fact that it's just in you you know especially as you're creating melodies as you know a little one and like breezy said when you had mentioned that you started uh, playing instruments so early if it's mm -hmm. just in you the way that it is it makes sense that it's coming out at different times and different ways and you know yeah it'd be truly a shame to stifle that i'm glad you didn't listen to <laughs> thanks <laughs> um well, no 
we'll, we'll, we'll see. Now, those are a couple of things right there that <clears throat> you and I share in common because um, at age five, my mother had me um, joining a, a, a piano ac academy. Okay, but then um, by age uh, 11 or 12, I too was um, uh, becoming a guitarist, a kid guitarist. Okay, mm -hmm. and so I don't know how many people that I have shared this with um, that I felt that, you know, just those two elements right there allowed my um, <clears throat> my personality to uh, prosper, my brain to um, yeah. develop and, uh, you know, in many, many, many ways. Okay, so could you agree with, you know, what, I, what I'm saying with yourself as far as the piano and then uh, easing mm -hmm. to the guitar and then you found yourself um, a little bit more ambidextrous. Is that true? Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, I think also all of these different things um, maybe activate different parts of your personality. They also, you know, you use different parts of your brain for each of these things. You know, the piano is very complicated, sophisticated. Also how the brain works for playing the piano or maybe um, singing. In that case, you should be more extroverted composing. You should be more maybe introverted. So um, I think it connects with different parts of your of who you are. I mean, in the end, all of these small things they create you and they all come together. Also, um, maybe that's why I became more like as a person international. I moved to another country. I have friends from different cultures. They're all, you know, little pieces coming together. And yeah, so yeah, totally understand and agree with what you're saying. Okay. Okay. And so now along with that, um, I also um, see a, a certain vision and hear a certain vision from you now as being a, um, a, 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 an influencer and cultivator with our young folks these days, because the words that are coming from you right now um, are words that uh, our younger folks really need to hear. Okay. A lot of times, they're not um, um, exposed to folks who are multi-talented uh, as you are. And, and uh, so I think, you know, just off the top that uh, around children or around younger folks, that uh, you would be a real, real big positive uh, influence. You think? Thanks a lot. Actually, um, the last time, we were talking, I think I still wasn't, but now I'm teaching, like I'm a vocal coach. It's no. been a few years. And before, I'm gonna be honest, it was never something that I was thinking of doing, you know, teaching. It wasn't my um, dream because I didn't, I'm, I've never tried it, but now that I started doing it, I really, really love it and being able to share these wonderful things um, 
and also seeing the results, being able to inspire someone, it's really magical. And I think it helps you grow as well. I also learned a lot of things from them, for example. Um, and the great thing is the youngest one is nine years old. The oldest one is more than 60 years old. And I have different students with different backgrounds, but we're sharing the music and it connects us all and it's really special. So yeah, I feel really grateful about this experience, which is something new that happened in these years, let's say. <laughs> well, a chick with beats, I gotta ask you a question. Wouldn't you agree? I bet those young folks are just soaking up every bit from Miss Dogan as far as what she's <laughs> teaching and training and, sh and sharing. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, think about how much we're getting right now, <laughs> you know, just from talking. So, yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing um, to be able to share your wisdom with them. And, um, you know, because you've dropped so many gems uh, since we've even started this particular interview. So, yeah, I know that they're definitely benefiting from it. Um, you know, I think we kind of talked the last time a little bit about what it's like um, being from Turkey and then, you know, in Italy. How has mm. that kind of shaped your music just for any new listeners that you know might be kind of curious, you know, being in a country that's not your own and just kind of absorbing the culture um, in addition to what you've already had as a foundation? Mm hmm. Um, I think but traveling in general, but also moving to a different country. I came to Italy to study music. You know, I have always studied, but this was for college. Um, so it was like a big decision saying that I'm going to dedicate my life <laughs> to this thing. Um, so, you know, seeing people from different cultures also italy is very important um if you think about the music history so seeing also it's a wonderful really beautiful country it also changes you know um your point of view because also turkey is very beautiful but it's different so um how you create music i think changes like the vibes are so different mm -hmm. so maybe how the way you are inspired changes a lot um those are the first things that i've noticed you know how you approach maybe especially composing creating um there are also a lot of similarities both are mediterranean countries and people are really warm and friendly so i would never be able to survive <laughs> otherwise because um i'm also quite friendly and i love you know those interactions and everything sharing ideas and um collaborations so yeah some things were different some things were quite similar and i also love traveling a lot whenever i go to a different city or a different country i come back and i already feel a little changed 
So maybe this adds something else also to the music and it's just like what we said before, adding different elements and to the whole, to the big picture, let's say. Mm, incredible. <laughs> okay, so now there's a key word that you just mentioned in that last statement and that was music. Okay, so now um, can you, with this being the year that we're in right now, uh, and um, you know, you may be getting ready to to buff up and and uh, do some extensive uh, work creations, all kinds of things like that. Okay, so now where do you see your music as it is right now, and, and also where do you see where do you look to work on um, as this uh, rest of the year transpires? Um. So in the past few years, I experimented a lot. I can say with different styles, collaborations with different musicians. Maybe I tried some things that I've never tried before. So I had this courage of trying different things and risking because you, usually what they suggest <laughs> is the opposite, you know, always going. If you're a pop artist, you should stay that way and things like that. But I'm happy I tried all of these things. I think now I'm more um, sure about who I am. Mm. So the songs that I've been writing in this last year, they're different and but they feel more like me because before I think I was telling a lot of stories but they were other people's stories but the difference with the new songs are they feel like they're more my stories or my point of view so I am working on my third album but I would like it to be more, much more of a storytelling album. So um, I was actually planning on releasing it much earlier, but then I said, this time I'm gonna take it slow and just discover and see it as a journey, not rush anything because I'm also used to, you know, working on things and releasing. I always get so excited. So I kept on releasing so many things in these last years. So I took some time off and now I feel ready to do this, to start this new chapter. So I think maybe this might help also with the potential new audience in the future that they might get to know me better and maybe they might be um, become actual fans let's say listeners because whenever you release something different maybe you release something pop and then you release something electronic the pop music lovers they you know, run away, <laughs> they get scared. <laughs> or the opposite, like you do something electronic and others run away. Like maybe this could help um, telling 
who I really am. I have all these different parts, but also this is me. Like all these things are a part of me. So yeah, I feel really excited, but also calm about it. So I think, I don't know if maybe, hopefully this winter, it might be the time to release it. But before that, I will definitely be releasing some singles that are ready. So, yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool. Because, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because it's like once they get to know you, they get to see how all those different things fit together and how it's not out of the ordinary just because people are used to putting you know artists in certain boxes and don't want them to move from them but yeah as you share more of yourself then they'll be like okay I get why this is electronic I get why this is pop this all fits together like as a whole yeah that's really awesome hopefully (laughs) I hope so (laughs) now now I can see on the horizon um it may it may be sooner than you think um one of your students or proteges um or trainees um reaching out to you to say look i want to do this so on and so forth and i'd be honored if you would participate in this project with me now if that happened tomorrow or or let's say three five six months from now how would you really feel would you be elated or would you be you know would you take that as a compliment or I mean, that would be a real stunning event for some yeah. one of your uh, protégés to, to come to you and ask um, your participation, wouldn't it? How do you feel about it? Yeah, totally. I would be super excited and honored. Um, one of my students, she started writing songs and releasing them, and I, it was really, you know, exciting seeing her grow and starting like taking this huge step and having the courage to do that so these kind of things are really you know emotional exciting and if one of them some of them wanted to do something like that i would be honored i was actually thinking of involving them somehow in maybe a song of mine to share a special moment together maybe we could sing some parts together and stuff i mentioned it to some of them and they were also really excited Mm -hmm. so yeah totally i think um we will be doing something we don't know yet but it will be really special at least for us (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah that would be something they'll cherish and, and kind of hold dear for a while like oh yeah we remember when we did this with her yeah 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 that's awesome now speaking of your music again um <clears throat> why don't you share with our listeners where your music can be found and so much as where they can go to to purchase it um, it can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, 
under the name of Oiku Dogan. But also on YouTube, I have some covers as well. I also, um, but, well, I'm on Instagram and now also on TikTok, I started sharing some covers and videos. So I'm kind of everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to go back to sharing more covers. I used to do um, new cover Fridays. I had this hashtag and I would share a cover every Friday. So I don't know if I will be able to keep up that rhythm, but at least regularly, I would love to go back to um, sharing more things, which is also a huge motivation for me because you decide and you have to keep it going. So you don't find any excuses. You don't say, oh, I'm going to do it later. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Soon there will be so many new things, hopefully, available on all these platforms. Well, a chick with beats, wouldn't you agree? Miss <clears throat> Dogan comes across um, partially as a professor. Yeah. Okay. Because she's 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 educating a lot of uh, the listeners right there, but she's really educating you and I mm -hmm. right now with what she's saying, uh, what she's bringing forth. And so um, as we get ready to start winding down this interview, um, I got to say, you know, if, if you're coming across like a professor like you did last time, now <laughs> we've got to make more um, room for you to come in and teach like you're teaching before you get busy in the studio like you made later on this year. Wouldn't you agree a chick with me? Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to have you back uh, sooner rather than later, for sure. Yeah, because once once she gets in that studio flow, the music writing flow, then she's like, oh, I, 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 I got to do this. <laughs> I got to do that. I don't have time. I don't have time. So uh, I think we should reach out to her while she's got time. <laughs> and, uh, and make some invitations to have her come back. Absolutely. Yeah, love to that. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm sorry. It's always, go ahead. it's always really amazing to chat with you. And I feel like you understand me and we share some things in common. We understand each other. So it's a really, it's a pleasure, you know, coming. And I would definitely love that yay yeah. <laughs> well, we, we really appreciate you for taking the time to talk with us uh, today and yeah i'm already looking forward to next time me too i really appreciate your invitations and i will definitely be back so happily Yay. Yes, yes. Okay. And then one one last parting shot there. Um, please give out those locations where people can find and purchase your music so they can do that uh, without any difficulty. Where would they go? Um, to find my music, Spotify, Apple Music, and all the streaming platforms. Oikudogan. And they can find my original music there okay, awesome. okay. So she's okay. everywhere remember that people everywhere <laughs> yeah 
Professor Dogen joining us. And uh, actually, that's Oiku Dogen. And uh, so we would like to say thank you. Well, I would. I know Chick Lavis is going to. But thank you so much for uh, for joining us and educating us and just sharing of yourself. And, um, you know, I'm going to be looking at the calendar and get with uh, Chick Lavis to see just what we could do about inviting you back before um, you get your hands involved with the studio and so forth so what do you think of chick with these most definitely <laughs> we gotta do it <laughs> yeah thanks a lot to both of you hey and thank you looking forward to the next one already all right then all right, all right then that's the one and only oiku dogan right here on music marvels with the chick with beats and breezy gibson and broadcasting globally and uh oh it's really been a pleasure all right and that does it for this week's edition of music marvels with the chick with beats and breezy gibson we thank you once again for joining us a super huge thank you to our home stations grander radio out of grand rapids michigan and sparks radio out of atlanta georgia and you know it's just been a blast and i'm already looking forward to next week Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, I mean, hey, the weather is good. All kinds of stuff is happening on the upbeat. And uh, I can't wait for next week or so as well. So let's yes. do it. Yes, absolutely. So till next time, you know where to find us. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.